Welcome back to another episode of What's Your Mount Rushmore, the podcast where we pick the top four of really anything and everything. Uh, I'm one of the hosts. I'm Mark Duvel. And I'm John Hansen. And on this episode, we're choosing to focus on a topic that we both love a lot. It's movie villains. Oh, this one's huge. For real. Yeah. I'm like really excited about this one. We're both movie freaks. Uh, and this one, so far, of what we've had to do when we have came up with our list, this is one of the hardest ones to narrow down to four. Yeah. So this one, people are going to have opinions. They're going to think I'm fucking crazy. They're going to probably think you're crazy. But in the end, this is my Mount Rushmore. That's all I'm representing um, <laughs> because this one is really tough. I've seen a lot of movies, as I know you have. This is truly a topic that yeah. I, I, I narrowed it down, and I'm like, well, there's 12. Yeah. So I've, yeah, I've me too. three or four Mount Rushmore's going and now I got to <laughs> get it down. I got to get it down to one. So um, I'll kick this one off and this one I'm going to start and uh, it's a little timely because recently it, uh, someone in real life who is a very big part of this movie, not my movie villain, but one of the reasons this guy is one of my Mount Rushmore movie villains is I'm going with Ivan Drago from Rush- Rocky Four. And it's unfortunate that, you know, we are uh, we are recording this when Carl Weathers in real life just recently passed away at, I think, the age of 76. But I'm uh, it's hard for me because Rocky is really kind of my numero uno in movies. Uh, and Rocky four specifically is one of those reasons. And what better villain? <laughs> I mean, there was a lot of them. I mean, Clubber Lang and Rocky three. Great, too. But. The whole USA versus Russia, Ivan Drago, yeah. he was on steroids, he was taking gas, he had the the lame, <laughs> you know, the the intense wife who really was Stallone's wife uh, playing that part and just the whole thing. And more, and just, like I mentioned, he killed Apollo Creed. Yeah. And yeah, and when you start watching Rocky, the series, Apollo is the villain, but then he becomes Rocky's buddy and then... Once they're buddies and trained together and all these memories that are awesome, after Rocky became the champ, this Russian prick shows up on roids and kills Apollo Creed. And when you're, <laughs> you know, and when you're young and watching this and you're already invested and you love these guys, that hurt. That that was like the first like movie death. Not not obviously not the first one I had seen, but the one it really affected me. Like you yeah. son of a bitch, Rocky, yeah. what are you gonna do, bud? And yeah, sure enough, yeah. he goes to Russia and. and uh, beats the russian rocky had the entire he had the whole the weight of the entire free world on his shoulders right yeah he had to he had had to get those commie bastards well it's such a i mean one you know you know i love sly stallone but like what a cool premise in this one because yes what you just said he has the whole weight of the country but he also is trying to avenge his friend's death this dude killed his best friend and he's bigger than him he's stronger than him there's no chance. I mean, it's, it is the, Rocky. The, so Russian, the Russian machine on his side. I mean, the whole training regimen, everything. They were like, yeah. a, he was like a, almost like a human robot. That scene where they're showing him and just uh, when they are in, in America before he fought Apollo, they there, he's in one of those like lab science sports labs. Yeah. And again, up until that point, we hadn't seen anything like that tying to sports with all the computer screens and the numbers. And he's connected to all these monitors. And when the, the Russian trainer goes, a normal heavyweight punches at 700 per square inch. 
<laughs> and then he turns it over to Drago and it's like 1800. It's like a 1100 more than what that dude just said an average guy, uh, average heavyweight punches for, but perfectly wow. cast by the way with Dolph Lundgren. Oh like, yeah. Like, yeah. All these villains clearly hats off. You, you're an amazing, you're clearly an amazing actor. You pulled off your role. Yeah. Uh, but for my numero uno spot, it's, it's Rocky four. It's Ivan Drago. Yeah. That's a great one. I, I can appreciate that. Rocky, like you said, had a lot of good villains. Apollo Creed himself was a Rocky villain at one time. And then, oh, yeah, uh, he could. He, I mean, he, I, he was even on my list probably to start this as I whittled yeah. down to four. I mean, because he, he became was. They became, uh, you know, best buds. And, and, and uh, so, yeah, you picked the right one. I like that choice a lot. Yeah. Um, what do you got? My first one is is one that's pretty obvious. Uh, a lot of people, I think I've seen lists where he's listed as one of the top villains of all time. Um, it's uh, it's Darth Vader. And uh, it probably seems obvious to a lot of people. Uh, if, if you even if you don't watch, even if you don't watch Star Wars, you know who Darth Vader is. You just you do. I mean, there's probably people out there that have never seen Rocky and they might not necessarily be able to picture, you know, Drago. But you, everybody knows who Darth Vader is. You've seen. Yeah, I, I, you're right. Ivan Drago's a little deeper track, but Darth Vader is global. Now, in in yeah. Rocky, I mean, the franchise of Rocky is big too. But Darth Vader, I he clearly was on my list at some point. But I had to just, I I, I love it, Darth Vader, love Star Wars, but he's he's not my Mount Rushmore. He clearly well, and, deserves and, to be. See, and the thing what. One of the reasons he's on mine is that uh, uh, one of the earliest movies that I remember seeing at the theater was was Empire Strikes Back. Um, yeah. I may have seen other. I'm sure I saw other movies before that, but that's the memorable one. That one. sticks out. Yeah, that I that in my brain is the first one I remember seeing in the early '80s, whatever the date was. You know, probably 19, maybe 1980. Actually, yeah, um, I don't know. I was, the, like, I'm not that big was, of a uh, Star Wars nerd where I know the dates and when this st- well, shit was released, no. but. I still You're just love a nerd. Him. Yeah. Um, but a, I mean, no, I mean, no Vader, nerd. the way he talked, the way he, the way he moved, just the way he would walk. And sometimes seems like he was floating and the breathe, the creepy breathing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, shit. Does it get more, especially for a little kid in a theater, it's the right combo of evil and, and kind of creepy, you know, and badass um, and badass. I mean, he had the, Dude, his the, lightsaber the was red. Yeah, I mean, he was a he was a he was a he was a bad motherfucker. Um, He's a scary son of a bitch. And and the funny thing is, to this day, or at least within recent years, I don't know if you watch the 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 Star Wars series that have you know pop up on I think it's on yeah. the Disney streamer. Uh, Darth Vader has been in the Obi Wan show. I mean, it, it's yeah. awesome to still see him. Uh, what almost fifty years later, <laughs> popping up and uh, it's in, like VH one behind TV. the music. You get to see the priest. <laughs> like you're getting more. You're getting more into the character than you ever thought would be possible. Yeah. Because yeah. look how long we grew up. And it was just the original three that we yeah. based oh, yeah. Star Wars on. There's so much uh, now. There's so much. It's so deep. And and, I'm, and it makes me happy that they keep Darth Vader in the mix somehow. So that's. Yeah. That was my I first pit. You know, and what? with your pick, I, I can't say it's Darth Vader. I can't critique that pick. I mean, it's, yeah. it's Darth Vader. Enough yep. said. I mean, it's Star Wars for crying out loud. Sure. Um, well, my, my next one is probably equally going to be one that's just as popular or very close to Darth Vader because I think, again, our generation, it's how would it not be? But that's my opinion. Uh, it'll be Die Hard, the villain in Die Hard, which we know as the German Hans Gruber. I'm going to count to three. 
there will not be a fall. You know, yeah. played by Alan Rickman, who uh, I believe he also passed, but quite a while ago. Uh, but this dude was just awesome in that movie. I mean, Great. what better? Like, it's one of those. Think of Die Hard without Hans Gruber, and specifically yeah. him playing Hans Gruber. It's a different movie. Oh. Totally perfect for the whole the whole thing, uh, from his accent to his attitude to his appearance. To the yippee kaye motherfucker, you know that whole thing that he yeah. delivered. You know, Cow- trying to repeat cow- cowboy. Kept calling him cowboy. Yeah, yeah. So Hans Gruber, man, and uh, just a real quick thing. This was this would be a very unpopular pick, but would be close to one of my picks. It's also Alan Rickman who played Hans Gruber. He also was badass in Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, with Kevin Costner as yeah. the sheriff no. of Nottingham. A great villain, great villain. Well, he's how a good, guys yeah. who play great villains. He is on that Mount Rushmore. There's no question. And, and probably typecast to some degree, but it didn't matter. When you make those big movies like that, that are yep. just blockbusting, big, legit, legendary movies, especially Die Hard. Um, he yeah, was, so uh, he, he's my solid number two spot on Mount Rushmore. Yeah, Alan Rickman was not destined to be a leading man. He was destined to play the... But the world needs that. The, I and mean, he did we, it perfectly. Every, for Dead every perfect. leading man, you gotta have a gotta have a creep. Yeah. <laughs> so uh yeah, What's, he's good. Uh, he, he was in the Harry Potter movies too. Uh, I don't think you watched those, yeah. but he was no he was I did, but too. again, that's not how I think yeah. of him. I mean but that's but you know cool what did he play? He played the asshole. That's what yeah. he played. So he's a good asshole. <laughs> if you're gonna be good at anything, be a good asshole. Speaking of that, so what's your uh, deuce? What's your speaking of two? My, my my number two is uh I'm gonna go with another Hans. Hans Landa from Ooh. Inglorious Bastards. So um, I know that this is a this is a deep this is a deep cut too. Uh, I don't think everybody's going to know uh, remember this guy, but he was the the, the head Nazi played no. played brilliantly by Christoph Waltz was his name, um, and who I think is a great actor who's been in other movies. Been in actually he's been in other um, yeah he's been in other Tarantino, Tarantino movies. movies. He was also in uh, The Hateful Eight, I think maybe. Am yeah. I remembering that right? Um, you are, but. Um, so he's, uh, but he's just a good actor, and he's good at playing. Uh, uh, the, the thing that I liked about this character is that uh, Hans Landa. He was he was smart. He was uh, sometimes really charming, and actually came across as being nice. Sometimes he would be like friendly to these people, Uh-oh, but at the I'm same nice. time, he was a brutal, terrifying Nazi for Christ's sake. I mean, he, yeah. You then know, there's that. He, he, yeah. I mean, he smiled and he was pleasant and charming and, and all this. And meanwhile, he wanted to you know string you up. So I mean, it's a uh, uh, and he's well spoken. Yes, he was in all of his well roles, he's well spoken, especially in that one too, especially with that accent. Yeah, that, that accent, that accent. Well, I think he's actually Austrian, so that has that you know has sort of sounds German anyway. Um, his natural yeah. accent. Um, and, uh, again, great actor who has always played kind of quirky characters. You know, you don't see him a in a rom com fixture like Keitel. He's yeah, he's, uh, in a, uh, and uh, you know Tarantino clearly is a, his own genius. He sees what he gets out of these guys when he casts them and. That dude is clearly one of his go-tos. I think he could probably turn to that guy and ask him to play anything on paper that he's written, and he know well, that that he knows he would deliver. Well, the Tarantino style of characters, I mean, for sure. Yeah. But I'm not sure if we're going to see him like as a as a cubicle uh, coworker with Sandra Bullock in a rom com anytime soon. You know, <laughs> no, probably not. It, it, probably that wouldn't not. be believable. He'd have to really <laughs> dig deep in his bag of tricks to pull that off. But yeah, and, that's and a I great pick, was, though, man. I, I think he's an Oscar nominee. If not a winner, I may be a nominee anyway for some of these movies, but anyway, nominee that for was, sure. 
Uh, that was that my, is a great uh, pick. It is it is a little deep track. That's why I like that pick. So, um, so, again, the, so the fact is, if, if your name is Hans, you got a pretty good chance of landing on one of our lists, it sounds like. You're going to get carved in there because, uh, <laughs> yeah, and two very different Hanses, but yet both German. Well, think about it, like, uh, well, obviously it's the name Hans, but um, all right. Well, I'm going to jump into my third pick because it does bring me back uh, to just such an important movie series that it had such an impact on me for God knows uh, so many reasons, but it's not, I, I think I'll be kind of standing alone in a unique category by putting this on my Mount Rushmore of villains. Cause it's not like he killed anybody. It's not like he did anything crazy, but it's uh Biff Tannen from the backs of the future movies. Hey, I'm talking to you McFly, you Irish bug. Uh, Thomas yeah. F. Wilson played Biff. Yeah. But Biff is such, I mean, think about it. The movie is kind of based around actions Biff has, take, has taken throughout the movies that send these guys to different eras using the DeLorean to try to fix the shit Biff did. Yeah. And and not to mention, he's just a flat-out prick to Marty. He's and, a prick in the present. He's a prick in the past. Yeah. <laughs> he's a prick every, in the future. Yeah. Every, you know, his great-grandfather, his father, his, they're all yeah. a bunch of jack- yeah, yeah. jackasses. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> And he does it well. So, but that's one of those series in a lot of these movies that we're going to be naming. Clearly, if they're on our Mount Rushmore, they're usually going to be movies you've seen more than once. And in some sad cases, maybe even over a hundred times, if you're weird like me, where I, I've probably seen all the Back to the Futures, where if you started the movie on any one of them, one, two, or three, and I could say this about others, but definitely feeling comfortable with Back to the Future you could mute it and I'd be able to just like a script go through the movie start to finish. And I'd know every character's line. That's how lame I was and how big of a nerd I was for Marty McFly and the DeLorean. And what's that? You still are. You still are. I I am. And I sadly just watched it probably within the last two weeks. It was just one of those things like on HBO, it was airing in live time. And I'm like, where's it at? And then as soon as you go, it's not like I'm going to walk away. I can't be like, I've seen this part. Of course I've seen this part. I can recite it. <laughs> yeah. But it gets me, it'll get me every time, every yeah. time. But Biff Tannen, you are on my Mount Rushmore, buddy. And uh, you're, I, again, I don't think many people would put him on a Mount Rushmore, but I do think when people hear it, they're going to be like, I understand it though. Do, do you Not remember that Rushmore, actor's name? But man, that's, yeah. that's legit. No, for sure. Do you, do you remember that actor's name? Cause he was great. Thomas um, F. Wilson. He was a, uh, uh, I think he was a stand-up comic. I, or he has done stand-up comedy. Yeah, I think so. I think you can find really? his comedy out there. I'll have to um, Google machine that. And I um, I didn't know that. There's something I saw just within the last year. There's something you do you do need to Google this. There's a bit of him on stage, like a, like he's a stand-up comic, and I think he's got a him himself and a guitar, and he's singing a song about how people keep coming up to him and recognize him and recognizing him for Back to the Future, and it's hilarious. Um, really you gotta you gotta look that up it is it's 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 funny um weird i I, did not know that that was one of his little things he does he's he's still out there and he's he's proud and he'll be extra proud to learn that you have now put him on mount rushmore well let's make sure this gets to him yeah well obviously it will right it's yeah we'll send a t-shirt and a bumper (laughs) sticker quick quick side note Quick side note: Obviously, the first Back to the Future is is a classic movie. Of the two sequels, which one do you prefer? Well, that's easy too. Yeah, looking into the future. I mean, 
that, it's a bit that, of a stretch uh, sometimes, right? Well, it's a st- but that's what made it so cool because you know, going in the past is the past. We all know what the past is. But when you're filming a movie about the future like this in a specific in Hill Valley and you're still introducing the same characters but at different ages and then yeah. the technology that had changed with his uh, self-drying jacket and his Nike's that tied themselves <laughs> the flying cars obviously which then that became like the, well, the benchmark of is that really going to be the future where cars are flying yeah. around and here we are in 2024 and there still isn't really a there's drones but there's no flying cars quite no. yet no um, but a lot of the stuff you know video calls you know uh, that are introduced in that movie did become i mean look at what we're doing right now it's exactly yeah. how marty gets fired in the future yeah <laughs> is over yeah. A, a video conference call Basically over Zoom. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, fired over Zoom. Just didn't know it yet. Um, But yeah, I I stand by that one. I love Back to the Future. Love Biff Tannen because I love to hate Biff Tannen. I love it. No, I love it. Can't go wrong with that one. Great choice. Great choice. I wouldn't have thought of that, which makes it even better. Um, Mucho gracias. So is it, are we down to my third then? Yeah, we are at your third. What do you got? My third is a bit of another deep track. This movie is an absolute brilliant movie one of my probably one of my top 10 favorite movies of all time uh the usual suspects is the movie <sighs> well I already, yeah the, i know the villain this is the great. villain is kaiser soze soze See? is it soza soze soze kaiser soze and the the brilliant thing about kaiser soze is uh nobody nobody's ever seen him there's just these legends and stories there's stories about how he he kills his own men because they they looked at him funny you know i mean yeah. it's he's just like this this fearsome guy all these criminals in the underworld are afraid of him they think he's he's some psychotic you know leader of this crime syndicate but nobody's ever actually seen him which is, makes Such him that much more movie. scary you, he could be standing behind you and you wouldn't know it uh yeah. and uh and of course we find out as the movie progresses and and the the brilliant ending to that movie one of those um plot twists at the end that that i don't think anybody saw coming um no no the I, first I, time you watch that movie if you saw that coming you're a damn liar part of me is is, is tempted to to not give it away but then again the movie's 30 oh, fucking you years give it old away. If, if you haven't if, you haven't seen it by now fuck off right correct uh, that's yeah <laughs> get out of here get the hell out of well, here it's, well it's it, that's too good of a movie if you haven't seen it now then you know on a side you're, note that's you that's on you and on a side note, there, uh, Bruce Willis is dead in the sixth sense, by the way. If this, oh, Jesus Christ, you went there. I did. Well, if if people don't know that about uh, usual suspects, then let's just open the floodgates and just be a bunch of pricks and blow and, uh, everything. Well, all right, we'll do it then. So at, at the end, <laughs> we find out that that uh, that Kevin, Kevin Spacey's character, uh, uh, Verbal, was that what they called him? Verbal? <laughs> Verbal Clint, I think. Uh, uh, he, uh, sounds right, yeah. As it turns out, he he actually is Kaiser Soze. Kaiser That's Soze. what he he had he but he but he plays this little weird guy with the kind of a kind of a limp and he scuttles along and talks funny. Kind of, he's but he's like but it's, acting it's like a dude with a disability. It's all an act because he indeed is this leader of this massive crime syndicate that all these other criminals are afraid of, and they've all interacted with him and didn't realize that they were interacting with the guy they've been afraid of. So. <laughs> It's just a brilliant movie, and and the twists and turns it takes, and and great casting. The whole from top yeah. to bottom, that cast is amazing. So, um, well, that's the thing. I, I I know Kevin Spacey is he's uh, become you know, fa- he's become a face, villain himself. He's kind of faced <laughs> some some real life heat 
uh, and <laughs> yeah. for good reason. If uh, you know the uh, alleged things are real, then but yeah. he is another one of these guys, man. That he's such a good actor, and he also was on my the whittle down list to get to my four, but uh, but in a different movie. The movie was seven. Oh, where of he's course. John Doe. Yeah, and again, absolutely. It's t- so he, what is it with some of these guys who play villains? Man, they just they have that down to a science. And again, that was hard for me to leave seven off. I yeah. loved seven. It was a, a a movie theater see for me for the first time with some friends after maybe some. We took advantage of some fun stuff and then went into this empty theater to watch seven. Oh, Incred- what a mind. Fuck. It was oh, it, it was just such a cool movie memory with with some of my high school buddies and, uh, so again, don't mean to get off track because it it's not on my Mount Rushmore, but Kevin Spacey was damn close to being on mine. Yeah, it's a therefore legit honorable mention, and plus a pretty legit. Uh, I mean, ac- accolade to be if you're if you're on like different people's Mount Rushmores and you're the same actor for different characters. Yeah hats off man i mean you clearly have had yourself a career if yeah. uh you're being talked about in these types and again i know we're we're Good just point. two jagoffs giving our opinions here but still we do like movies we know movies uh and we appreciate them so to be yeah. on mount rushmore's for villains it's it's pretty awesome yeah um, no that's a great point that's a great pick though man so this last one uh it's gonna get interesting i'm, I'm down to my fourth now i believe is that correct yep Yep. This is it. Um, this one is, uh, it's going to be another obvious one, but I think I'll take everyone on a quick detour. It is Silence of the Lambs. Mm, and yeah. so many people are going to automatically think Hannibal Lecter, Anthony Hopkins. Yep. Clearly brilliant. Clearly. But you know, we've known each other a long time. You know damn well where I'm going with this. And it's Ted Levine, the actor, who played the one and only James Gum, a.k.a buffalo bill oh and again he's one of those villains that look how many times in comedies and just spoofs people everyone always wants to do the lotion lines like places the lotion in the basket right but there's so many other lines in that movie that make him awesome like when jodie foster rings the doorbell and he opens it and she's asking for it does mrs Lippman live here and he goes oh wait (laughs) <laughs> was she a great big fat person like that line you know and then like, and then when he does kidnap the senator's daughter Catherine, and she's he's trying to move that couch with a fake broken hand in, into the van it's when he does get her in the van that's such yeah. a it's such a creepy line obviously the precious and dog and put the lotion in the mask creepy as hell but when he gets her in the van and after he's kind of somewhat knocked her out with his cast and he cuts her blouse and then goes are you about a size 14? Like, whoa, that's this dude is real. And uh, Ted Levine, the guy who played him, he, I mean, everyone know if you, if you've seen that movie, he clearly sticks out. But so does Hannibal Lecter. It's such a unique movie because there's two very legit villains operating at the same time throughout the movie, but in totally different ways. Uh, but it's yep. it's his voice. It was his look. It was the way he was building a skin suit. Uh, well, and that's why he needed. He wanted to know her her size, which is the ultimate creep level. How? What's yeah. your size? Are you a size fourteen? Because that's what I need to finish my skin suit. Yeah, because he's a big dude, oh and God. he needs to kill and and get the skin Ugh. off of you know bigger built women. 
Yeah. And though, and again, not to mention the scene with the creepiest song ever with uh, "Goodbye Horses." Q Lazarus, I believe, is the artist who sings this. You made that it's up. It's when he's dancing with the makeup, and you know, I'd fuck me. That whole when he's putting on the lipstick, and you see his nipple and the piercing and his dumb tattoo. Or the tuck there's a scene. few of them. It's the ball tuck scene. Yeah, when it was the it, that was a cinema first that just took creepy to a whole nother level, and it's yeah. when you realized kind of what this what this twisted asshole is really doing, and I don't know, I can't say enough. Clearly, I lo- I love his voice. It's such a fun one to imitate. Yeah. Um and Ted Levine, that, I, clearly that was his biggest role. He was on the show Monk for those who watched that, but he was also in another just huge huge movie, uh, Heat. And yep. not a huge part. He's just one of the the fellow cops with Pacino. But again, I can't not talk about Ted Levine and not do this. It's the scene where open one of the opening scenes when they rob the armored truck, and now the detectives and cops are there. And when he's trying to tell Pacino, and he's d- describing the gunshots, and it's bang, 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 bang to the side. <laughs> and TV man heard a guard call a guy slick. <laughs> the, the, the guy could say anything and it's just going to take things to a, another creepy level yeah. and ultimate uh, one of the most ultimate american character actors that dude he needs to be in more things honestly he's damn genius and uh, they should yeah. put him in a sitcom <laughs> well monk kind of was like that yeah. i guess um a little it's bit just not but, the same silence yeah. the lambs ted levine uh, Buffalo, Buffalo Bill. Bill, you are my final uh, Mount Rushmore spot. And how about that? Doubt. How about that character name, James Gum? <laughs> what the hell? Who? What? The, where did they come James up with that Gum. name? Not James. Not you know James Gum. James Gum. B. Gum. <laughs> but <laughs> that movie, like that. yeah, that movie is so it's so awesome. I mean, it is. Well, it's um, a great movie, and it it definitely leads into my fourth. Because you mentioned him, Hannibal Lecter. Good evening, Clary. Is, is Hannibal doesn't Lecter. surprise me at all. I mean, and, and I, I, you know, and we do we we've known each other long enough that I I had a feeling you were going to choose Buffalo Bill, James Gum, and oh, uh, and so so. Oh wait. But um, uh, I went with, with Hannibal just because of the the, I mean, uh, he did win an Academy Award for that. Rightfully part, so, uh, Anthony Hopkins, and that character itself was was in movies before Silence of the Lamb. Science of the Lambs. It was in movies after in sequels. And I think they even did a, a, a TV show uh, featuring him too. So, I mean, that the character of Hannibal yeah. Lecter had a lot, had a long run with different actors playing them, of course, not always Anthony Hopkins. It was different, you know, depending on the prequel, whatever the hell you want to call it, all that shit. But, um, but it, uh, it was, you know, it's definitely an iconic uh, movie villain in the sense brilliant that he's character. brilliantly brilliant written. Dude. And then psychiatrist who eats, who's a cannibal and his name's Hannibal. Hannibal I mean, the cannibal, yeah. Hannibal the cannibal. I mean, there's so many. I mean, every scene that dude is in. And again, he th- this is this was hard. I mean, Buffalo Bill, Hannibal Lecter. I, you know, because you you know me and just my infatuation with the the Ted, Ted Levine. Levine dude. But <laughs> Hannibal Lecter is it's such a legit pick. And again, what 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 better movie? You have two people that we're talking about in the same movie, same villains. Or, yeah. uh, same role as a villain, yeah. But there's so many scenes with Anthony Hopkins, and one that'll always stick out to me is when they're wheeling him in that uh, on that two wheel dolly, and he's got that yeah. creepy mask, so he can't bite yeah. and eat and chew on you. And it's when he's <laughs> yeah. meeting the senator. 
because she's trying to get information on do, hey hey asshole do you know this guy do you know the serial killer as buff that known as buffalo bill and when he goes did your best fader you know <laughs> and then they're like you son of a bitch yes i did and he goes toughened your nipples didn't it <laughs> like that's that whole scene is oh, so man. crazy um you know and then when he, what does he say i'll try to remember it i got nothing in front of me but he goes amputate a man's arm and you can still feel it tippling when your little girl's on the slab where's it gonna tickle you <laughs> wow that's such that's well again it's clearly a movie i've watched more than once or Twice. ten to, you know <laughs> but great movie great character anthony hopkins yeah. crushed it uh and you're right. You're, uh, it, I did watch the show. You mentioned, you referenced that, that it later became a network show. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I watched it. It It's just yeah. tough. The dude I, playing. I did, I did too. I mean, it, I it was it what through. it was. It was what it was, right? I mean, it wasn't. Uh, I never expected it to be uh, Anthony Hopkins-like, but no. um, it yeah, had its place so in the world. It, it was okay, and it was it was interesting. Uh, clearly, just to get a little more like behind the scenes of what his life was like as a psychiatrist. Yeah, but again, you're following Anthony Hopkins, so yeah. Um, but again, this is one of those episodes, man, where, uh, and I think even if you're listening to this, you you just know we love this topic because again, we're huge movie fans, and it was incredibly hard to narrow it down to four. Uh, oh, I don't yeah, care who yeah. you are, because you're getting into that category when people are like, what's your favorite movie? You know, because clearly that's an impossible question, which is why this podcast exists, because at least you get four. You get four choices instead of one. And even yeah. that's hard as hell to, to narrow to four. Um, so great. It, it, this is a fun this topic. Time. Yeah, absolutely. So th this was a fun topic. So again, I'll remind people and please you jump in if I'm forgetting something, you know, we want you to be interactive on this because this is all about opinions and it's not, don't worry about how you rank them. It's, or what we missed, uh, what we nailed. Maybe, maybe you're listening and you're like, my God, my, that, that list is really close to mine, but just, just be a part of it and, you know, jump on Instagram, jump yeah. on Facebook. You can watch us on YouTube eventually we'll be uh you know on every platform um and then you can what's our what's the handle what's the yep find us at you can find us uh, at, at what's your mount rushmore so you'll find us there on facebook instagram uh youtube let us know your thoughts on these picks tell us your picks and uh yeah hope you keep listening sweet that was a fun one we'll see you next time sweet.